money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. This is Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. It is Friday, March 2nd. We are here live. Pick up the phone and give me a call. 8888 Road Dog. Anything goes. If you have a question, a comment, a topic, we'll take it. The show is all about the business of trucking. We'll take your calls and answer your questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your own authority, you name it, we'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. You know, we've had a, a couple really good calls about fuel mileage this week. I used to do a ton on this show about fuel mileage yeah, and over the last year or two, prices went down. We got into other things. We haven't been talking about as much, but uh, it, it is critically important. In any business, you always focus on your biggest expense first. You work hard to lower your biggest cost because, you know, we talk about increasing revenue. There's no question as a business you should work on increasing revenue. But a lot of that is out of your control. Rates are primarily made up of supply and demand. Right now, we happen to be in a good rate environment. But there's even one more thing. You are limited by hours of service to how much revenue you can generate. You can get a higher rate, but you can't really work more miles or more time. Most people are maxing out their available time. ELDs have made that more difficult. So it's not that you shouldn't focus on revenue. But there are a lot of things about revenue that are just out of your control. Now, you should focus on the things that are in your control, building good relationships, understanding rates and lanes, knowing when you have good negotiation power, negotiating well when you can. Those things are all important. But you also have to remember the math of this. Most owner-operators will be able to keep somewhere between 40 and 50% of each dollar of revenue they generate because every time you generate revenue, you have more expenses. Now, if you can just negotiate a better rate, that certainly helps. But remember, you don't get to keep all of the revenue because you have expenses out of it. But if you're able to lower an expense you get to keep all of the savings. So every time you save a dollar on fuel, the entire dollar goes to the bottom line. It goes to profit. So focusing on your biggest expenses is important. Basically, in trucking, your four biggest expenses, probably the only four most people need to worry about. Equipment payments, You know, managing equipment and the life cycle of equipment, buying properly, maintaining well, knowing how long you should keep equipment. Basically, the longer you keep equipment in in this business, the more cost-effective it is if you maintain it well. Maintenance is a big cost. 
taxes are a big cost. We've been talking a lot about taxes. That's in your control. But fuel is number one. Fuel is your largest expense, and you have lots and lots of control over it. It makes me a little crazy when people say, well, I do heavy hauler, I pull cars, or I do, and I can't control my fuel cost. Of course you can. I don't care what your operation is. There is a way, lots of ways, to improve your fuel mileage and to improve your fuel buying, your fuel cost. Both of those things go straight to the bottom line. So the first thing you've got to do is you've got to get serious about improving your fuel cost. And then you've got to create a plan. But you've got to get serious about it. And one of the things you can do, this won't cost you a penny, is start tracking it. I even built the system for you to track it, and we give it away free. It's Fuel Gauges online. We have an app for your phone. Really, really easy to use. Doesn't cost you any money and really doesn't even cost you any time. While you're standing at the pump waiting for the tanks to fill up, you could already have the entries into fuel gauges right then. And you'll be able to see your fuel mileage on every tank. You'll be able to see 30-day average, 60-day average, 90-day average, lifetime. You get to see all of the other trucks that are in the system. We are coming up on 2.5 million fuel tickets in our fuel gauges system. So get the app, start tracking your fuel economy, and start creating a plan. And by all means, call me. I'll help you with this. I've been doing this for a very, very long time. I was working on lowering fuel costs back when fuel was 80 cents a gallon. How many of you remember that? And people told me I was crazy back then. Why would you bother? It's 80 cents a gallon. Who cares? Well, I cared. It was still my biggest cost. So over the years, I've developed a lot of strategies for improving fuel mileage and lowering fuel costs. But the first key is to start tracking it. And we've actually got two tools that will help you track your fuel economy all the time. If you use fuel gauges, you'll know your fuel mileage on every tank. If you use our scan gauge in your truck, you'll know your fuel mileage every minute you're going down the road. When you start focusing on that, you know, I used to make a challenge. I I haven't mentioned this in a long time. But I used to make a challenge that what I want you to do is just start tracking your fuel economy. Don't change anything. Don't buy anything, don't modify your truck, don't change anything. And just by tracking it, you're going to improve your fuel mileage by three to five tenths of a mile per gallon. That's going to save you a couple thousand dollars a year. Now on the surface, that makes absolutely no sense. If you don't change anything, how can it get better? Trust me, it works. I want you to start tracking it. Track every tank on fuel gauges. Get a scan gauge, put it in your truck, and just start watching your fuel economy, and it's going to go up, even if you do nothing. Because just the act of tracking it, you will subconsciously, without even trying, you'll start changing things. And you don't have to make big changes to start seeing better fuel economy. And again, that money goes right to the bottom line, 
which means it's money in your pocket. So to get fuel gauges, it's free. You can go to the website first and sign up for an account. That's at letstruck.com. Then you just download the app. You can use it online. You can use it on your phone. You can use it both ways. There's nothing else like it. And then get a scan gauge and put it in the truck and start watching. And you can get that in our store at letstruck.com as well. Then start working on a plan. And when you've got a question, call me. We can talk about it here. I'm going to get to the phones. Let's start off in Michigan tonight. Jim, welcome to the program. Yeah, how you doing, Kevin? Uh, First-time caller, been listening for some time. Sure appreciate everything you do for us out here. You're welcome. Um, yeah, a couple of questions. Um, <clears throat> I've been uh, doing this owner-operated thing for uh, about three years now, and my wife, uh, just a great gal, love her to death, but she's kind of set in her ways. <laughs> okay. And she, she loves to use that TurboTax, you know, and I, I wanted to get your opinion on that TurboTax because I'm wondering if we're not doing it exactly right with a truck business. TurboTax is a great program, so let's just start there. Um, but it, okay. it, it's not a substitute for understanding the tax laws. Now, I, I believe right. that there are lots of individuals. I, I self-taught my, myself how to do taxes many, many years ago. I never took a class. I didn't go through any courses. I taught myself how to do taxes. So I, I believe that there are individuals that can do that. Um, but you can't just right. okay. hope that you open up TurboTax and answer all their questions and you're going to get everything right. Although I will say over the years, they get better and better at asking really good questions and walking you through the whole process. So with a little bit of research and a little bit of study on a couple issues, depreciation per diem, things like that, there are people that can do a pretty darn good tax return. I've seen individuals whether it's the owner-operator or owner-operator's spouse in your case, do better tax returns than many tax firms, I see. Right. Okay. Uh, one other question, if I can, real quick, was the um, interest on my truck. I bought a glider, and uh, I know I've been doing the depreciation, but can you do the interest on the payments as well? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Okay, we've neglected to do that ever since I bought this truck over two years ago. So, like, if I wanted to go in there, can I, like, go back from when I bought it for all that interest? Yeah, you can. Now, you got to go back and amend those tax returns. But since it's your spouse doing it in TurboTax, in TurboTax, it'll take her 10 minutes to go back and amend a return, and it doesn't cost okay. you anything. So. Let me, uh, I don't want to rush this. Let me put you on hold. I'll come back. We'll make sure we got those answered correctly. We'll be right back. We'll get to more calls and questions right after this. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. driver that wants to take control of your own destiny and have the freedom to make the choices that affect you and your loved ones every day? If the answer is yes, 
then Stop Holding the Steering Wheel audio program was designed for you. In this one-of-a-kind audio program, Kevin Rutherford reveals the secrets to running a successful trucking business, taking the plunge to owner-operator, finding and negotiating for a new truck, and managing money once you earn it. Are you willing to do the hard work? It's time to stop holding the steering wheel and start driving your business. Order your copy today and create the business you've always wanted. Visit our online store at letstruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, Audio Road listener, what is your profit per mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Have instant access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30-day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel Gages tracks each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90-day miles per gallon average, also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There is no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford, the number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. It's Friday night. We are here live. Pick up the phone and give me a call. I'm going to get right back to the calls. So, Jim, again, sometimes, you know, when we find an issue like this, I'll say, you know, it's probably not worth going back to amend because if you have to go pay your tax preparer to do this and they're going to charge you a couple hundred dollars, it might not be worth it. But in this case... TurboTax uh-huh. makes it a breeze. You go back to that year, you open up a form yeah. 1040X, you make your change, and you're done. It, it literally takes five minutes. Yeah, because, you know, the thing that, I mean, I bought this truck. I didn't, you know, they always compound all that interest or whatever you call it right up front. I mean, <laughs> that first year was a, a kicker for all the interest I paid on this truck. 
Oh, yeah. And that's why I was always wondering yeah. if I could write that off. Well, and here's the so. reason that you get to deduct it. Because what we put into depreciation is only the purchase price. So whatever you paid for the truck on okay. the bill of sale is what we depreciate. You're paying interest on top of that, so that's an expense you get to deduct it. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's good news then. I'll, I'll definitely we'll look into that, and we'll figure out how to go about that. So, uh, hey, one real quick question, too. Sure. I've, I got an OPS system. I've done a couple of samples. How do I get that over to you to look at that? All you have to do when you call in is tell Lisa that you've got an oil sample to look at. We have access to the system. So she just needs your account name, okay. and she'll look it up, and she sends it over to me, and we'll go over it. All right. I'll give you a shot another time. I sure appreciate it. Perfect. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let's head off to uh, Kansas. Lyle, I was going to say right here in Kansas, but technically I'm in Missouri. So, Lyle, welcome to the program. <laughs> Thank you. Good to be here. Great to have you. What can I help you with today? Well, I was, we've been going over the taxes stuff, and uh, I'd started this particular program with my truck in uh, March of last year. And actually, I took a truck that I'd had sitting for a while and spent some money on it to get it running and then uh, put it on the road. And one of the questions I had was, uh, what percent should my maintenance be to be uh, not too high or whatever in relation to my expenses? You know, I tend to look at maintenance more as a cost per mile rather than a percentage um, because it, it. we look at both. If you're using our profit gauges program, you see that we have both columns, the cost per mile column and the percentage of revenue column because some expenses I like Correct. to look at one way, some expenses I like to look at a different way. Um, maintenance is one of those that I really look exclusively at cost per mile because it's a direct, every mile we put on the truck has a direct impact on that expense. So what year is it? It's a 99. So when I look at older trucks uh, in today's world, if you can keep your maintenance costs somewhere around 12 to 15 cents a mile. I know a few guys that are still keeping these old trucks at, you know, 9 and 10 cents, but that's that's a challenge. It can be done. But if you can keep it at 12, 12 cents a mile, you're doing really well. The other thing you have to realize about that, though, is maintenance is one of those things that we might go one month and have almost nothing. And then the next month, we might have a clutch and a set of tires, and it will really skew the numbers. So if you took an older truck... So you have to average it out then? Yeah, and and sometimes you just have to wait. You You know, because the longer you go, the more accurate that number becomes, and it starts to average itself out. So, But we also know if, if you put in a clutch and a set of tires... The clutch could last you eight years. I mean, I've seen clutches go a million-plus miles. Tires could last you three or four. So, yeah, we see that giant cost in there, and it just kills our numbers. 
But then over time, you'll see it start to average out. And that's why I tell people, the more you do this, the more you use the program, the more you look at numbers, the better and better you get at it. Okay. Uh, one of the questions I had in relation to that was, how do I determine whether I should buy a another truck versus repair the one I have and put it on the road? Yeah, that's a great question, and it's one of the things we love using the business report for. But it's um, it's as much of an art as it is a science because we can look at your current cost and we can sort of kind of estimate what a new truck would do to that. So when we look at the overall cost of the business, we know that a new truck would include a payment. Well, we could go calculate that and figure it out per mile, kind of plug it into your current business report. We know that a new truck, your insurance cost will go up. We could go get an estimate on that and be really close. But we have two big unknowns with the new truck. I have plenty of new trucks in our system right now. You know, I just said we can run a million-plus-mile old truck at $0.12 a mile on maintenance. There are a ton of trucks in our system less than three years old that are costing 20 plus cents a mile on maintenance and some of them aren't aren't getting great fuel economy so those two numbers are two really big unknowns we don't know what those numbers are going to be we can hope and pray and predict and try to spec things right so it's always a guess I, i i'll tell you this though well, after doing this for a very, very, very long time and, and looking at a lot of numbers, a new truck will always cost you more money. I, the only exception, and this is where the, the kind of risk or unknown comes in. If we have an old truck that's only getting five or six miles to the gallon and it is costing us 15 or 16 or 20 cents a mile in maintenance, Well, I could make an argument that if we spec a new truck right and everything goes well and it gets eight, eight and a half, even nine miles to the gallon today isn't out of the question, then the fuel savings alone could pay for the truck. Yes. Which was, you brought that up and I was, my next question was, what miles per gallon would it benefit me to say, let's look at a new truck that would get the eight miles to the gallon or seven and a half or whatever it is compared to the six. Well, here's the other thing. I'm always a big fan of just trying to put some money into the truck we have. The example I've been using all this week when we talk about fuel economy is is an 01 International with 2 million miles on it, and his lifetime average fuel mileage on that truck is over nine miles to the gallon. Oh, that's amazing. He had, he last summer, he had a pretty long run where, and we're not talking about one trip. We're talking about, I think he might have exceeded 90 days last year where he was over 10 for an average. That's just unheard of, just nearly. Well, it is. You're right. That's a good way My to put it. Is, it's almost it, unheard of, but, but it, it shows what's possible. So how do you find a truck like that? Um, well, we build them. 
I, it, almost any truck is capable of that. The the one exception is if you have really lousy aerodynamics. You know, if you've got a classic, we're not going to get nine. But we we've had some classics get up to the high sevens and low eights with a lot of other things being right and being driven properly. So, but virtually everything else can be changed, upgraded, modified, altered. So to give you an example, eight years ago when he started tracking that truck in our system, he was getting in the low sixes. And over time, he's made all these changes. Yeah, he's made all those changes, and he brought that low six-mile-per-gallon truck up to a mid-nine-mile-per-gallon truck. Wow. That's amazing. Well, I know I've got some work to do on this truck. I mean, it's I've got a fuel problem, which is an interesting problem in that I've changed all the fuel lines on it, and it still has uh, you start it and it wants to die in 10 seconds. Oh, yeah. So I don't know what that is. Do I've you, had it to a lot of mechanics, but do you, I'm open to anything. <laughs> do you happen to have one of the uh, fuel pro filters, the glass bowl you can see your fuel filter? I actually have a Davco, which is an upside-down one. That's the one I'm talking about. See the fuel in if it. you've changed all the fuel yes. lines and you're still having the problem, that Davco, depending on the model of it, there's a couple different models, there are a couple check valves inside that filter that will cause that. Okay. So I think you can buy a rebuild it kit be- for that, and the the check valve is, is probably what's causing that. could be. I had it. I, I bypassed it for a long time, and it didn't change anything. Huh. In other words, I took it out of the system. Well, then, that's a good way of troubleshooting. So, I, then I would have to say that isn't it. Uh, because if you bypassed it, we still have the problem. So, you, you did a great job of troubleshooting, that tells us. Um, you know what? You should probably call us on a Tuesday when we are recording the power hour and we can spend more time on troubleshooting that problem for you. I've got to get to a break. We will be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rothenberg. Audio Road listener, what is your profit per mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner operators. Have instant access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30 day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our tribe care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. 
Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel Gauges tracks each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90-day miles per gallon average, also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There is no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Are you a driver that wants to take control of your own destiny and have the freedom to make the choices that affect you and your loved ones every day? If the answer is yes then Stop Holding the Steering Wheel audio program was designed for you. In this one-of-a-kind audio program, Kevin Rutherford reveals the secrets to running a successful trucking business, taking the plunge to owner-operator, finding and negotiating for a new truck, and managing money once you earn it. Are you willing to do the hard work? It's time to stop holding the steering wheel and start driving your business. Order your copy today and create the business you've always wanted. Visit our online store at letstruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, have you heard? We have an app to make listening to our shows easier than ever. It's free. It's simple. It does one thing, and it does it really well. Download the app, open it, and listen to our shows. The Power Hour, Questions from the Road, Destination Health, and more. Listen live, listen anytime, and never miss a show again. To find it, search your app store for Audio Road. One word, that's Audio Road. It's one more way we help you master the journey. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. We're going to get right back to the phone calls. We're off to Wyoming this time. Bill, welcome to the program. Thank you, Kevin, for taking my call. Uh, I know you talked about your trouble in children's Texas. I'll be quite honest. I don't know where it's at specifically, but I got a feeling I'm going through this bad area this weekend. Uh, what are the major roads? Uh, so it's the route that goes directly from Amarillo down to Fort Worth. You come in uh, on the west side of Dallas-Fort Worth area. It's 287 is the route. Okay. You might hear another call for me. That's probably the route I'm taking. I'm taking 25 down. Cheyenne and then cutting over in northern Texas. Yeah, you know, I, I, I have a feeling. Now, somebody else called, uh, you know, when I brought it up over the weekend, somebody else called and said during the afternoons, the early day and afternoon, that 
DOT is pretty active during in that area, and they're known to, you know, write a lot of tickets. But he said later in the evening they're not. I don't think law enforcement uh, from well, although I've heard some stories about law enforcement and trucks as well. Um, you know, it's a it's a very heavily traveled corridor. I've been through there many many times and never had a problem. We use that route a lot because I do a lot of events in Dallas, and when we come down from Oregon, that's the route I really like to take. We go down through Moab and through the woods, and then we hit 40 and go to Amarillo and then 287 down, and I've done it many times before. This was just a really uh, unlucky day for me. Yeah. I assume you're layering up to deal with uh, it, you know, I, it, it's really wrong. And it's interesting because I had uh, Larry Wingett and I do a podcast once a month, and he was on this past Monday, and him and I were talking about it. And you know Larry's big on responsibility, and his point wasn't so much that I should fight it for myself. It was 500 bucks, and I was happy to get out of there. Um, he said... It's just wrong that this kind of stuff happens and people have to start standing up to it. Yeah, I, it's revenue stream. It, it, it's, it's clearly, a, yeah, it's clearly a revenue stream. Everything about it was wrong. Uh, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I am the first one to take the ticket and never complain when I know I was doing something wrong. If I'm speeding and you pull me over, I don't care if three cars passed me. If I was speeding, I was speeding. I'll take the ticket. But in this case, I was yeah. just doing nothing wrong, uh, and everything about the way they yeah, did had, it was just wrong. So I, I haven't yeah, had time had to really. No, similar to your experience in Mexico, to the point that the tow truck had to call me up and say, "Hey, are you really at this location? I'm passing by four semis pulled over." Oh yeah, yeah, I. Uh, I haven't had time. Yeah, exactly. I I haven't had time to really think about what I'm going to do with this. Um, It it it's busy right now. Like I said, my my road trip uh, has been extended to a couple months. I probably won't be home till the beginning of May, so we'll see. Uh, I'm going to get back to some more phone calls. We are off to Illinois this time. Sunny, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin, how you doing this evening? Good. What's on your mind? Hey, on your fuel gauges, I heard you talk about earlier, when you go to plug that in, do you plug it in at the pump price, or do you minus the taxes off of it and pump that number in, or how do you usually want that done? Good question. Always the pump price. We've looked at okay. Yeah, we've looked at systems where you take the fuel tax out, and we never found any real benefit to it. Um, because once you're there, okay, that's the price you're paying for the fuel. So separating the tax out at that point wouldn't matter. Uh, we do teach people how to separate the tax a lot, but we also have a lot of people that are that have discounts that are called cost plus, and they don't even know what the discount yeah. is until later. So there's a couple well, ways you can do that. We've made the system so easy to go back and change a fuel ticket that we tell people, don't wait till you see this. 
because the whole point of the information is to know what your fuel economy is as soon as possible so you start to learn about it. So I tell people, when you're standing at the pump, put in the pump price right then. Later on, you can always go back and adjust that to your discounted price if you want to. Okay. Yeah, with the company I'm with, I'm leased to, uh, we get their their full fuel rebate and everything on their discounts, but we don't get that till two weeks down the road. Okay. And a lot of times it bounces all over from state to state and stuff like this, which I ain't been able to figure out the numbers they use yet on. It's driving me nuts because I can't figure it out. <laughs> well, my guess is but, uh, that's that what I was curious about. your company has what I just explained, which is a cost plus. And what that means is okay. that instead of negotiating a discount off the retail price, they have negotiated the, the truck stop's cost of fuel plus a certain profit for the truck stop. And you, they, they okay. don't know what that's going to be because truck stops buy fuel all the time. And every time they buy fuel, it's a different price. So that's why a cost plus discount, you'll never be able to figure it out. It, it's all over the board. So it's better just to put the pump price in, and then uh, when we get our rebates on our settlements, to go back in if we want to, and then just plug that price in, whatever you know the discount was. Yes. Yep. Okay. All right, sir. I do appreciate it. You have still good evening. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Yeah, that way... Again, the whole idea about tracking your fuel economy is so that you start to learn what kind of things affect it. So we don't want to wait two weeks because then we're going to forget what, what, what happened on that trip, what we were doing. So that's why we made the app so easy to use on your phone. So you're standing out there, you're putting fuel in, you just drove all these miles, so you see the results right away. Later, when you get your settlement, it, it takes a minute to go back and just change that price once you know what your discount is. So that's the way we recommend doing that. Let's go to Texas this time. David, welcome to the program. Hello, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call. What can I help you with? My daughter's house got foreclosed on last year, and uh, we were co-signers for it, me and my wife. And they sent us four 1099-Cs, and one in each one of our names, for the total amount of discharge debt. Instead of splitting the total amount of discharge debt for, you know, four ways, they, oh. you know, it was $9,000. So mm-hmm. now all four of us got one for $9,000. So they're going to get credit for $39,000 worth of <laughs> debt discharge when they only actually discharged $9,000 worth of debt. Yeah, I think that's a mistake. You know, I haven't dealt with this much. I would I would really have to go do a little reading on this to make sure that I'm correct. But I think, what year was this? Is this a 2017 thing? Yeah, the house was sold in October of last year, and then... This is one of those tax laws that I haven't stayed up on and nobody's asked me about it yet this year, so I would need to go back and do a little reading. But I thought that they no longer 
Or was that just a limited time rule? I thought we had a rule that you didn't have to claim this on a mortgage anymore. That started, I believe, back in back in '08 when we had the big crash and everybody was being foreclosed on. And since then, I haven't really kept up with it. So I would have to do some research to find out whether or not it's even an issue. But if it is... Yeah. Um, I know if you were in bankruptcy or something, you, you didn't have to try it. But yeah. This um, happened. Yeah, I'd have to go do a little digging. But let's say that you do. Well, there's two ways we can fix this. One, we can ask them to correct the 1099s. What they're doing is just covering all their bases, everybody that's on there. Um, Or when the tax return gets filed, you can add kind of what's called an addendum on there to explain what happened so that we kind of get the jump on the IRS so that they don't start sending us letters right away. Um, Let me get to a break. I'll come back. We'll talk about that right after this. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rothenberg. Join us for the 2018 CMC Live Seminar, the biggest, baddest educational event dedicated to the trucking industry. This event takes place September 17th through the 21st at the Mid-America Center in Council Bluffs, Iowa. This five-day seminar focuses solely on the unique challenges and opportunities that truck drivers face every day, not only on the job, but in all facets of life. Learn from the industry's top leaders, network with fellow drivers, and start running more effective and profitable businesses. Spots are filling up fast. Don't miss this opportunity to take action on your business, your life, and your future. Together, we can help you master the journey. Register online at letstruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL with any questions. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, Audio Road listener, what is your profit per mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Have instant access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30-day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our tribe care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835.
As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel Gauges tracks each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90-day miles per gallon average, also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There is no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're down to the final segment. I'm going to get right back to the phone calls. I was talking with David in Texas. So, David, I I looked this up real quick during the break. I wanted to make sure, like I said, I haven't really addressed this issue this year. I wanted to make sure I wasn't missing something. The exception for the mortgage interest still exists. So she doesn't owe any tax Mm -hmm. on this money. It is her primary residence, correct, or it was? Yeah, it was her primary residence. Okay. So hers is really straightforward. She will put the 1099 and the amount on her tax return, but there's a form that you file that shows it's the exception. It was her primary residence. You getting it is a little weird, and it's not your primary residence. So I would either try to get them to correct this, which sometimes is next to impossible, or when you file your tax return, I would show it because the IRS has a copy of this too, and I would just attach an explanation of why you got it. You were a co-signer, but you know it's being reported. Your tax preparer will know how to write up that note, and that should take care of this. You, you shouldn't hear anything more about it. Alrighty, sure. <laughs> looking forward to claiming an extra eighteen thousand dollars. Oh yeah, absolutely not. My, yeah, my wife. You know, no, so. you you don't owe any tax on this money at all. We just have to explain that correctly to the IRS, and it always makes more sense to address these kind of things right on the tax return. And if it's addressed properly, the yeah. problem just goes away. Um, it, a lot of people will you try to file this way. Uh, I don't know if you can or not. Um, there are all kinds of things that stop you from e-filing. I don't know if this is one of them. But um, the good news is you're not going to owe any tax on the money. So, uh, it, And neither will your daughter because she has the exception. Let's go to Montana this time. Douglas, welcome to the program. Good evening, Mr. Rutherford, and welcome to my world. Yeah, what's on your mind? In my tonight? world, I would like. In my world, I would like to know if there's any technology here yet. I know I've heard you talk about the electronic, electric, I guess hybrid, maybe for lack of a better word. And I'm wondering if there's something I can purchase on the market now or soon that I can bolt into my truck to electrically assist to help me save fuel. There is, and it's on the market, and it is for sale. 
Uh, and I just drew a complete blank on the name of the company. They're in Pittsburgh. <laughs> um, and I'm drawing a blank, and I don't know where I have my notes on that. Maybe the name of the company is going to come to me here. Um, the uh, If you've ever listened to the Power Hour, uh, John from Pittsburgh Power has uh, spent several days over there at that company, and he's told me all about their technology. I have an open invitation to go see it. Uh, I just don't know when I'm going to find time to do that. Um, but they have an, uh, uh, basically a hybrid axle. They have it for the trailer. If you have a trailer, they also have it for the tractor. So it basically what it does, it's got electric motors. And it's a really pretty clean, simple design. And it recovers energy from braking. And it recovers energy from going downhill. I think it also acts on the downhill. I think it also acts as a retarder. So it creates some drag going downhill, kind of like a Jake brake kind of effect. And while it's doing that, it's capturing energy. And it captures that energy. And then when you're going up a hill, it assists with electric motors it's very very cool technology and the everything's um compartmentalized into the axle itself so it doesn't really have any real complicated installation process it's kind of a standalone device now i've seen they're they're also again i i really want to go there and dive deeper into this. John told me mostly about it, and I did a little research. Um, I think they're tying it into possibly an APU. Um, it, and there's obviously there's batteries that come with this so that it, it's able to store the energy. But I also believe that there's a setup where you can use that stored energy for, like, hotel loads on the truck when you're parked. Got it. I I understand what you're saying. I've been listening to your show, and I understand the theory. I just didn't know about availability. So, uh, and and I even remember hearing John say that there's an outfit just down the street from their shop, so... Maybe I'll give them guys a call and maybe they can tell me uh, who to try to get in touch with. John said he was going to try to become a dealer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I know they're still in talks about that. And I I was hoping that as I was talking up, uh, oh, it was almost right there on the tip of my tongue. I, uh, okay. I think it ends in U-R-I-O-N, um, Hyperion. Why does that sound right? Um I was hoping it was going to come to me while I was talking. If you call Pittsburgh Power, they'll absolutely know who it is. I'm just not used to uh, midnights yet. My brain isn't working completely. But uh, I think I'm close with that name. Would I be able to sneak in one real quick question on top of that? Absolutely. Go ahead. Uh, Bone and joint pain. I've heard you say that when you go on the road, you... uh, Notice your diet is lacking in something because you start to feel joint pain. I'm wondering, and I get 
bone and joint pain as well. I'm wondering what, what would be lacking in my diet. Um, not necessarily lacking. There's, it's probably more of elimination and some balance of some things. So uh, one of the things that seems to really help everybody with joint pain is eliminating all the grains, primarily wheat and gluten. But all the grains can cause this. Corn, because corn's been hybridized and it's genetically modified. Um, Rice, as long as it's white rice, isn't too bad. Uh, But wheat, barley, rye, uh, oats, all of those things can really aggravate joint pain. To the point that the people who have eliminated grains, that pain has gone away completely. And they can eat just a tiny little bit of wheat and notice immediately that the joint pain can come back. It, it, and we've documented that many times. So that that's probably the biggest thing you could try is really try hard to eliminate grains for 30 days and watch what happens. Now, here's one of the tricks. I've had people eliminate 90% of the grains they were eating from their diet and see almost no results. But if they can you know, push through and actually eliminate them 100%, the pain goes away. The other thing that can cause this is an imbalance between omega-6 fatty acids and omega-3. The problem is that our standard diet is so overloaded with omega-6, and it hardly has any omega-3. They, they claim that our natural diet, when we were hunter-gatherers, the omega-6, omega-3 ratio was 1 to 1. Now they say it's 25 to 1, omega-6 to omega-3, and that's why we get all that inflammation and joint pain. So omega-6 is in all processed food. It's in all of the vegetable oils and seed oils that we shouldn't be eating. Um, It's in all factory farmed meat because those animals are fed all grain and a poor diet. So in order to to really get the omega-6 down, um, you've got to avoid eating out a lot. You've got to start eating, you know, grass-fed pastured animals. You've got to, you know, avoid all the bad oils. And bad oils, again, they're in all processed food. So, you know, you've got to replace the vegetable oil and the corn oil and the canola oil with olive oil, coconut oil, beef fat, things like that. And then getting your omega-3 up, the best way to do that is cold water fish. Uh, Salmon, tuna, sardines, uh, those kind of things are really high in omega-3. If you can get those two things down, you'll be amazed. I have zero joint pain today. None whatsoever, and, you know, five years ago, I was really worried I was developing pretty bad arthritis, and it runs in my family, so I thought it was genetic, and it's absolutely not. It's purely diet. Uh, Is uh, Pollock on that good list of fish? All fish, as long as they're wild-caught, really, really stay away from any kind of farm-raised fish, but... Uh, Pollock, I don't believe we farm-raised Pollock. I think it's a cold-water fish. So, yeah, if you're getting excellent, if you're getting wild cold-water Pollock, that would be great. Any seafood can really help with omega-3. There's the music. We've 
Lou Wright through this hour tonight. Thanks for joining me. We will see you back here next week. Be safe. Be profitable. Be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work. Master the journey. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Good night, everyone.